first, though, a new documentary on October 5th, 2011. So that's this week, 12 years ago. The container ship MV Rena struck Otaiti, the Astrolab Reef in the Bay of Plenty began spilling 1,700 tonnes of heavy fuel oil and container debris on the beach. It was the beginning of a decade-long community effort to restore the once pristine coastline. And local documentary filmmakers Anton Steele and Rosalie Little Crawford have created a record of the community response in the face of New Zealand's largest pollution disaster. The doco is called Taking Back Our Beach and it opens this week at the United Bayfair Cinema in Mount Maunganui. Hundreds of locals will be attending the premiere and among them will be volunteer Leith Pettigrew, who is with us now. Pettigrew, sorry, Leith. Hello, and it's Lee. Gosh, I've got two typos in your name. That's unlucky, isn't it? Lee Pettigrew, how are you? Yeah, hi, Jesse. Um, nice to have you on uh... Yeah. yeah, really nice to talk to you. Whereabouts, whereabouts do you live? What part of the world? Um, well, we're down near the Kipamara, but at the time we were the ground, we were um, right in the middle of Pilot Bay, um, so we were um, going on the stuff. Great. Your um, phone line is a bit challenging there, Lee. Are you, um, you're on a landline, are you? Uh, no, no, I'm on the cell phone. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll persevere. Um what do you remember about that time? How did you find out something was go- had gone wrong? Um, well, the first time um, we heard of it really was on the news, and because um, it would quickly spread. But um, yes, we were um, quickly down the beach to um, have a look for ourselves, and um, my um, first memory really was a lot of the locals were standing down in the Maori where the first all spill actually occurred. Um, the people were just standing there silently looking and um, absolutely devastated. Um, it was, um, the site was beyond words, really. It was waves of liquid oil. It was um, containers washed ashore. Um, they um, were milk powder just loosely laying over the beach. And we were receiving warnings not to go near any of the debris. Um, so those people were just standing on the top looking. I remember those those days, and it seemed, from an outsider's perspective, like there were a lot of people there wanting to help, but the help was not necessarily welcome or, or was not um, not being used. Um, initially, it was discouraged. Um, people were warned to stay well away from the debris. And, of course, everybody wanted to help and desperately wanted to um, do something. And um, some people took it in their own hands. Um, the best of intentions, but um, later on it was very well coordinated by the um, Bay Regional Council and um, we had a good response, of course, from the locals um, as, a, as a consequence. Did it bring up some of those old emotions watching or taking part in the documentary? Um, <laughs> you can say that again. Um, really unexpected. I don't think I'd really emotionally dealt um, with um, the sort of enormity of what we faced at the time. And it was only when we sat down that documentary, which is all the interviews, which were um, oh, probably about six, eight months ago now, and um, I was surprised how emotional I became as a result of um, the interview. What were you personally doing at the time to help? Well, they called for volunteers, and um, they called 
responded. I'd turned up at a meeting and um, only three of us there. So, um, um, Pundit Monch, Monch, he was um, in charge of the initial response from the Daipiti Regional Council. And um, he said, well, who of you would like to be a team leader? And we all um, look down our feet and hope somebody else would speak first. But um, uh-huh. <laughs> he, said, he said, well, yeah, you're, you're, you're the team leader. Subsequently, um, there's some outstanding people put their hands up and um, there's some... Um, the positions were quickly filled, particularly down at Amanu, where um, Jen Willoughby, uh, Vince Bessel and Gary Meltzer all um, played an important part down that end where the majority of the oil um, came ashore. What were you doing as part of the volunteer effort? Um, yes, well, I was uh, one of the team leaders, and I, as I uh, mentioned, there was um, three original um, people that turned up at the first meeting, um, but they quickly filled the spot by um, some very um, competent um, team leaders down the other end, and uh, particularly down the Manu where the bulk of the ore washed ashore. And um, I think they started, Jan Willoughby was closer to me than Vince Bethel and Gary Melter down the far end. So um, they were outstanding as team leaders. So, um, what were you doing exactly? Can you describe the, sort of the nature of the work? Um, yeah, well... Um, we had we were given teams um, people that um, wished to volunteer. There was there was a um, Rena volunteers website formed, and um, people were just volunteered. So I'd, I had a team of about oh, ten people that um, I put on a roster, and um, they went down the beach each day. The best time to go was um, in between tides. Um, the um, the bulk of the oil settled on um, mid tide, so um, they were restricted somewhat by the time of the tides. Um, they came to my place. Um, I gave them disposable white protective overalls, um, gloves, gumboots, um, service and shovels to um, sieve the oil from the sand, and large plastic bags um, to take with them too. Um, so when they came back, they um, had to wash their gumboots take the oil off them, um, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, and um, they usually had some lollies to take home with them as well, just yeah. as, as a thanks. So that was down the bottom of our basement, of our um, the place where we were living at the time. So it was right on Pilot Bay. Did, did you feel like you were making a difference? Could you see the progress? Um, yes. Um, Pilot Bay was, the amount of oil that came ashore was reasonably light, Compared to um, the other, the the, the main o- ocean beach, would, of course, is more exposed. Um, there, um, we use flat um, flat mouth shovels and um, bags, and we had trucks on the beach to um, pick that up. So it was a bigger job um, on the main beach. Um, and just to help people out here, Pilot Bay is um, sort of facing its. I guess the south side of Mount Maunganui, the, the the mountain itself, facing in towards Tauranga Harbour. If I got that right, that's right. That's yeah, correct. rather yeah. than facing the um, the ocean. So, yeah. but but yeah, in terms of your sort of progress that you were making, you, you felt like you were making a difference, and it was easy to get up each morning and, and go and continue. Oh, definitely. Um, the, the volunteers were excellent. They um, stayed there until it was done. And um, because I lived on the beach anyway, um, I usually went along as well and gave them a hand or um, just had a, had a 
second look um, as the day went on. But there also um, wasn't just oil that washed ashore. There was um, the blue um, blue penguins were um, casualty as well. So um, we had to um, I had a contact number to ring and. Um, Scientists from Doc came and got those, and um, he took them away to autopsy those, and um, just see why they died, which um, usually ingested oil. So, how many months, or even years, did the cleanup continue for? Not long. It was um, only two or three months, and yeah. um, the bulk of it had been cleaned up thanks to a lot of. Um, uh, they had sort of also events. Uh, they'd organise um, collection times when um, they needed a lot of people quickly, and you know it was easy to coordinate them rather than on a daily basis if you could have a big working bee and try and get a lot done in a short time. But um, of course, it was fairly prolonged. The um, army were um, also involved, and they did a, a, a great deal of the work on um, down the Manu end. Did it affect you though, like emotionally, Lee? Was it a, was it a tough time? Not at the time, no. Um, it was the opposite. I think um, we were preoccupied with um, just getting on with the clean up and doing what had to be done. Um, but um, it was really um, I didn't. It was only the, in the interviews with the um, when we were making the film. Yeah. That um, just the um, you know the emotions flooded then, and I wasn't the only one um, that that happened to, which was quite surprising. I thought, you know, we just dealt with it and moved on, but um, you don't realise just what an emotional impact it did yeah. have on not just me, the whole community. I mean, we were all devastated. Um, I grew up in Tauranga, so um, meant a lot to me. Um, you know, I've grown up on fishing and um, surfing and. Um, and now, of course, we we love it, um, enjoy the surroundings, you know, hugely. We hear a lot about people being focused on the individual these days, being, you know, what's in it for me. This must have been a, a good demonstration of the power of community and the willingness of people to pitch in and work together for the good of the community. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's... Um it was just a, a great time to, um, you know, be a local and a Kiwi. Um, I think, you know, everybody just wanted um, wanted to help, and um, of course, Sydney brings out the best in people. You're proud. And also, I'd, I'd say I've, I've made some lifelong friends. Um, the people that were in my group um, are now part of a. They after the um, pickup finished, they um, I, I thought well. I've done my bit and I'm happy to have a bit of a rest. And they, um, the people that had been picking up all said, hey, come on, um, we've been picking up a lot of rubbish on the beach while we've been picking it all up. We'd like to carry on. So um, we're invited to form a case care group. And um, to this day, um, some of those members are still going along the beach daily picking up rubbish um, on a roster. So um, it's something that's continued. That's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, the the shame of that is there's obviously rubbish to pick up each day. <laughs> um, well, yeah, there is, but um, I think um, if you see, keep something clean enough, it makes it harder for people to drop rubbish too. So I think over the years the behaviour of um, people has improved. 
if they see other people picking up rubbish, um, the least likely to mm. drop it, um, hopefully. Do you still get to the beach most days? Um, yes, I do, but we've um, we've moved down to the other end of Peppermoa now, so, um, but that group still carry on and um, I'm still involved with it. Um, um, I drive the ute along there about once a, a month and pick up the bigger rubbish that the um, volunteers can't find a home for in the, um, in the receptacle on the beach. So um, it keeps me involved and I'm um, happy to do that. Thanks so much for remembering those days with us t- today, Lee, and um, and I hope plenty of people get along and see the documentary. <laughs> um, yes, it's, a, it's an important part of our history, and um, it's a great tribute to Rosalie and Anton that they've um, put in a measurable number of hours to produce it. So um, um, they're, um, they've played their part in um, preserving some history, that's for sure. Yeah, good stuff. Nice to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thanks for your time, Jesse. If you want to watch it, you would want to, wouldn't you, if you're a local? It's on, the documentary's on from 5th to the 12th of October. So what does that mean, starting Thursday? Thursday to Thursday at United Bayfair Cinema in Mount Maunganui. I remember going to that uh, cinema on a rainy day when there was nothing else to do in town. Exciting times as a kid.